Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Ala and I'm joined by Kevin today. We're both teachers at LSAT Demon, which you can find at lsatdemon.com. We got an excellent question um, through our email about reapplying recently, and we wanted to record this for you guys because Kevin is wrapping up his admission cycle for the second time, which I think is, um, I'm already bowing down because I don't think I could do this twice. Um, (laughs) And I'm just coming out of doing it once. So already, like Kevin, you're winning. But we wanted to, um, we wanted to get into sort of some of the details around applying and what it was like, and we got this email. So over to you, Kevin, what yeah. does the email say? Um, so it says, hi, LSAT Demon team. I was wondering if reapplying to any of the same schools twice hurts your chances the second time around, meaning if you were to be rejected the previous cycle and decided to reapply again. Thanks so much. This is from Lori. And right off the bat, I can say, you know, if it hurts your chances the second time around, I can say no, right away, no. And... Um, I was in my first cycle, I think I applied to 18 schools. I got 11 wait lists, two acceptances, okay. and the rest were rejection, rejections. And this wow. cycle is much better. <laughs> so, Yeah, um, that's um, that's really intense. So maybe we could start with sort of how you felt at the end of that first cycle, right? So what what were you feeling at the end of the first cycle? And I think it's kind of impressive to turn 11 wait lists and that many rejections and, and such a difficult uh, cycle into a positive thing. Cause we know that you're doing much better in this cycle and you are facing very different odds. Now, how did, how did it feel at the end of that cycle and how did you make the decision to get from there to reapplying and doing some other tinkering? Well, uh, you know, Ben and Nathan say this all the time. It's like, do you know you can do better if you can then, why not give yourself that shot? And so I got two pretty decent offers. One of them was a full ride. You know, I won the game. And if, if you're if LSAT Demon subscriber and listener, you know that we don't want you to pay for law school. I won, I won the game, but I knew I could do better. And the goals that I wanted um, with, you know, the career outcomes I wanted at different schools, I wanted to roll the dice again. And so mm. when the cycle was over, I was disappointed in that I didn't get the schools where the career outcomes I wanted you know, occur, you know, where those schools have those options. But, um, but I was also kind of, I had a little bit of happiness cause it's like, okay, I did something right. I, I did something, mm. right, a couple offers. So, um, <laughs> what I did is I have, I had a, uh, for those of you who use LSAT data, I recorded on there cause it's very handy and the colors are nice. Um, <laughs> I put it on, <laughs> I, uh, put my old cycle on the fridge, just slapped it on the fridge. Um, as a reminder of like, okay, this is what happened last time. I know I can do better champion Um, right there. Yeah. (laughs) That, that mentality, right. You gotta, you gotta know where you came from and know where you want to improve. And you know, it's like every day you ask yourself, why am I doing this again? Because like I said, I was disappointed when the cycle was over. It was painful to go through it. Like, Oh, I got rejected a bunch of times. I got waitlisted a bunch of times. It's like, you start to doubt your your worth in some aspects because you're like, what happened? What went wrong? But putting yeah. it on that, putting it on the fridge, and you know, just walking yourself through it is like, this is why I know I can do better. Um, I've seen this, you know, I've seen where I was at, and I'm excited to see what the future could hold if I put the work into it. So that's awesome. Um, I forget the name of it, but I was watching recently a um, a documentary, a TV show about um, about like a I think it was a football team and sort of how they how they got through a, a very difficult season and how they changed their game. And it was like a new coach and everything. And one of the things that that team focuses on is that is grit. And I'm actually reading a book, actually I have it over here. Um, it's called one L of a ride and it's about, um, 
sort of like the things that you should think about and look forward to in law school. And the, the thing that they've measured in, in many studies, this is the book in many studies is that the one unifying factor of people that like succeed or like go really far in life is grit. And that's what I'm hearing from you is like to reapply after a really shitty cycle and to have to like be told no over and over again, um, and know that you deserve it, but then, you know, that didn't come through in your applications or something else changed. And it was also a difficult year for applying to law school in general. Yeah. <laughs> um, all of that combined together to be able to like conjure up the grit it takes to, to, to say, you know, you know, maybe I deserve more than this. Um, I, it's not guaranteed right in the future. I might get the exact same results. I got this cycle, but I'm going to try anyway. Yeah. And I think um, there's that you can get yeah. a bunch of satisfaction out of that from just even trying again. Cause you're like, you know, okay, not only did I give it my best shot the first time around, I decided to do it again and give my best shot again the second time around too. So yeah. <laughs> Bow down to you. Um, so what did you change about your application? So we know you applied in, in 2020 and then we know that you came back to the table. How long did you wait and what did you change about your application specifically? Yeah. So I applied in, let's see if I can get years right. I think it's 2020 to that 2020 to 2021, um, year. Um, so I would be, I would have been enrolled, uh, the fall of 2021. Um, I had a 168 LSAT, which at the time was a pretty decent LSAT to get into, um, the certain schools I wanted to get into. Not to say that, uh, it's not a decent LSAT score. It definitely is. It's a good score. It's just the, the, the goalposts have shifted a little bit on where you want to go for certain schools. Um, so, um, I improved my LSAT score. I took a lot of attempts for those of you who attend my classes. I say this all the time. I took the LSAT six times, just crazy. Wow. Um, I took the LSAT five times. Oh man, we, we don't recommend this. Let's put it that way. Do it, do it the first time. Maybe, maybe you got to do it twice, but don't do it five or six well, times. Together we have an ocean's 11. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. Well, so I proved my LSAT. I went from a 168 to a 174. That made a big difference. Obviously law schools care about your numbers. That's the number one thing they look at. Um, I reworked my application materials but a lot of that stemmed from um, the experiences I had within two years. So I'm applying again this cycle, which I guess I should have said what years those are, um, which is 2022 to 2023 with enrollment into fall of 2023. Um, during that time, I got a lot of work experience. I, I also mention this in my classes all the time. I worked as a court clerk for my county courthouse. Great experience. I loved it. I One of my goals my career goals is to be a judge. And so being in that environment and working with judges on a regular basis is did you know that before sorry to interrupt did you know that before like when you were applying in 2020 did you like have an inkling of of wanting to be like because i know you you care about this particular like aspect of of legal work did you know that in 2020 or did you like find that out as you in the last couple of years yeah um i knew i wanted to do that to do that two years ago but i'd say that feeling is stronger now because of mm. my work experience so maybe 80 percent in two years ago and now it's like 95 <laughs> nice. if, if that put in some sort of quantifiable number. Yeah. But... And you probably also have like more confidence in wanting to, in, in being able to say like, this is what I want to do. Yeah. Cause now you like, cause even if it was 80%, which, you know, we're not saying that that's like a bad percentage to be at. That sounds great right, to me, right. but like the idea that you spent the time and now you have like real, like, you know, base in your voice and like confidence when you say, this is what I want. Yeah. It would know that the courthouse experience that I had, it was a litmus test. Pure and simple. 
it was like, okay, let's double check. Is this what I want to do? Yep. It is great. I can continue on with my life. Um, the, um, before when I applied, um, two years ago, I wanted, I worked as a judicial officer in my students undergraduate government, which I'm sure there are a lot of people who do political science and are student government people in undergrad who apply to law school. I'm sure that's super common, but that experience was like just eye-opening because I like research. I like writing. I like reading. I like, you know, doing these really intense things and debating complex issues. And, um, not to say, you know, not, I don't want to get into an argument with somebody, but I like challenging myself to, um, explore new ideas and discuss them with people. And so seeing that experience as a, maybe a simplified judicial officer, and then going through that litmus test, in the courthouse with real judges and discussing issues with them, you know, in their chambers or whatever. Um, it was like, Oh yeah, this is, this is great. My spidey senses were tingling in the right direction when I applied <laughs> the first time and now they're the even stronger. So that was a great thing for me to bolster. Um, also just getting a job and just being in the workforce in general, um, being responsible about certain things. Cause I, I'd been, mm -hmm. I was a college graduate when I applied the first time I'm a little bit older now, you know, just having that responsibility and doing things on your own and being accountable for things. That was a great experience too. So it's not just the content, but the structure. That's awesome, Kevin. I, I really appreciate that you said that because that's definitely, that was my experience. Now I don't have experience reapplying, but I do have experience pushing out my cycle. Um, and I was initially going to apply in 2019, I think, or 2020. Mm. And it's like several years now from then. Um, and I didn't have the work experience. I didn't have a clearer knowledge of what I wanted to do with my JD. Um, it's still murky for me, but there's, it's so much, it's so much clearer for me now, like knowing what I want to do, what I don't want to do, understanding the structures that I want to operate in, um, knowing that I like certain structures and I don't like certain structures, all of that information. And then like things like paying bills or just going through life as an adult with a job, because yes, we call it law school, but it's more like law but it's like a full-time day job where you have to learn about how to become a lawyer. Yeah. Um, and you have to like cover your rent and like, you know, take out loans for things, at least for cost of living, if not for, um, even though we don't want you to pay for law school, you're going to get into, you know, some kind of sort of like rent and paying for things like health insurance, all that is like stuff that you have to deal with. And there's no way that I would have been in a position to be able to handle all those things the same with the same level of, um, of confidence or knowledge that I would be now. Yeah, that's, that's great. And I think the way you, you described it can reflect through how you write, write your materials, right? Because you may, you may not have something more substantive, you know, to provide in your materials when you reapply next year, but that extra year, the way you write it, you know, the, the subtleties of everything could come out um in the reflection that you just described which i think was very apt yeah which but, so. which is like natural right it's not even like you're hiring somebody to help you with your personal statement it's not even that you like have like something specific to be able to reference we're just talking about like straight up who you are and how you develop as a person and giving yourself the the space and time to do that this may not apply to everybody that's just out of college right but it definitely applied to me and it sounds like it also um applied to Ke to kevin and that changed how sort of you went through the cycle. Yeah. So let me ask you this. How did it feel to push it out two cycles? Because so if you applied in 2020 and you're applying now, you're looking at a couple of years in between. 
Um, how did you deal with, do you have any like pressures about like wanting to go then? Cause I, we, cause I get this question a lot cause I give the advice of, you know, wait, it's okay to push it out a cycle or two. Cause I get this question a lot of students being like, Hey, um, I have parents that need me to go to law school. Like soon I have friends that want me to do that. I have friends that have taken the LSAT and already are in law school and I feel FOMO or, um, they're like, they feel like they're stuck in life. Um, and how did you navigate that process? Did you have any of those pressures in your own process? You know, I didn't have pressures necessarily for my family. Uh, I was really lucky to be in that position where they're like, Hey, you do what you got to do. We, we would like you to go to law school because we think you're ready for it. And, you know, you can go to your local law school that's in town. I, there's a couple where I live and they're like, why don't you just go there? But they understood that like, for me, what I want to achieve, they're willing to support whatever I wanted to do, which was really nice. So, um, yeah, shout out to my family. They're great. Um, but <laughs> hi, Kevin's mom, <laughs> um, the, that, the, the phrase you said, you feel like you're stuck in life. That is very, that's something I felt every day. It's like, when's the future going to happen? And maybe mm. that's where a lot of anxiety comes from nowadays with everybody. Cause he's, you know, it's very hard to, to live life without looking around online and seeing people that are really successful. Maybe you have someone from your high school that, you know, broke oil and now they're, uh, you know, an oil tycoon or something, you know, you see that and you're like, oh my God, that why, seems why really do specific. <laughs> Don't worry. It didn't happen to me. <laughs> maybe anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, it, you, you see success out there and you're like, but I'm successful too. I know. I just want that chance. And mm -hmm. so reapplying a second cycle was like, okay, I'm not going to be successful right now. I'm not going to get that chance right now, but I will down the road. I just got to invest the effort, the time, whatever into making sure I'm successful later. So there was a lot of pressure on myself to be the best mm -hmm. who I can be. Um, and I wanted it to happen at that time. And I wanted every single day I waited to apply that second time. I wanted it to happen that day, but I'm waiting and you know, this cycle has been much better. That day is getting closer and closer and I'm going to, you know, all this work that I put in, it makes it more satisfying. Right. Cause I, I yeah. I yeah. No, it. the, the, the weight be, being worth it. Um, and like, thank you for putting the the screenshots. Like I'm looking at like Kevin's last cycle and like the, there's such a difference between the last cycle and this cycle. There's so much more green in here. Yeah. I know. Um, and <laughs> it's, it's amazing to see like how a, a difference to the LSAT score. And I'm sure the work experience played a huge part in like school seeing that you were going to be, you're already an adult, you know, doing the work out there they know that once you get here, you're, that you're going to continue to do the same thing. And you're just so easy to admit for them because you've done all of the work of prepping um, for a program like this. And and they just don't have to take a risk with you. It's just, you're just, you're just going to be a really good worker bee when you get there. I got to, got to conform to the system. That's what, <laughs> that's what they want. Well, they me. don't have to know everything, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, um, like the, the, I think the work experience um, does make a, does, does impact how law schools see you because they know how difficult it is to get through their, their programs, right? They know how difficult it is to sign up for those hours and the job um, that, that is so demanding in that way. And when they can see that you've done that before, um, then they don't have to really worry about it. Yeah. And, and it reshows it, you know, reflects that commitment. You know, it's like, like, like we talked about earlier, I was 80% in and now I'm 95%. It was like, you know, reapplying and seeing that, oh, this person's applied before they have better numbers and their written materials are a little bit, 
you know, more mature. And it's like, oh, that's, that's a very positive thing to think about because they're like, you tried so hard to get in the first time, didn't work out, but you wanted it so much. You want that, you have that drive to get it. And so you did it again. And I think that's a very important thing. Yeah. And I'm also thinking about the sort of, like one of the things, um, especially with the sort of like outside pressure concept with reapplying or applying at all to law school or waiting until your best LSAT score to apply. I care a lot less about what other people think now as a person than I did a few years ago. And that just came from working that came from sticking with what I knew was my sort of like path into, um, a school that I wanted to go to for as low of a cost as possible. Right. That belief in that sort of path forward allowed me to ignore what other people were saying about me. Maybe they weren't informed. Maybe they just didn't care about me as much as they thought they did. Right. All of that starts like watering down. You start understanding like what it is you're actually working with, which is why do you want to go to law school? I think I can't imagine that somebody reapplies the way you did by putting in the work, by putting in the effort is somebody that doesn't want to go to law school and that doesn't want to be successful in law school. So it's almost like a self check to see, can you set yourself up for success? Can you go through the not so great feelings for days, weeks, months, and years on end um, yeah. in order to actually get there? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree 100%. And I guess one thing I want to add with um, support is and pressures and stuff is maybe you don't have that support with your family. They're pressuring you to go to school as much, you know, they love you dearly, but they, they, they are like, you should go to law school now there are other support systems out there that can help you. I had a ton of friends from college, from, you know, just the community that I, you know, I went living with my parents. So, you know, I I have some people around here that I had when I grew up further, even further than that, I have friends from college and other places that connect me with lawyers nowadays. So I, I've been talking to a couple of lawyers out there who are, you know, real lawyers doing lawyerly things every day and, you know, telling them, okay, this is how my cycle's going. I called them and asked them what it's like to be an attorney. What advice do you have and stuff? Um, and you know, their experience and they're like, Hey, you know, we get it. We're our attorneys. It's tough out there. You know, do what you want to do. We'll give you the best advice we can give you to, to navigate the certain situation, but we're behind you. We're going to help you get through it. So, oh, well, um, that's so awesome. Yeah. So you know, it's really great. It, it's also surprising because it's like all these friends are like, Hey, I know a lawyer. You'd like to meet this person. It's like, you didn't have to do that. Where'd that come from? You know? <laughs> um, and you know, it's just, it was, I, I got really fortunate in that situation to, um, have people, you know, not only my family was really supportive, but having a friend network to do the same thing. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, And, you know, we're, I'm also like bouncing back to like Lori's question and like what started this whole conversation. And, you know, I think we both heavily, heavily agree that, um, it doesn't hurt your chances to apply the second time around. Like if you got rejected by a school and I'm looking at your, um, at your list and there's like tons of schools that like waitlisted you that have accepted you. And there's just such a big difference in the results that Kevin got from the first time to the second time obviously sample size problem, but you will find lots and lots of evidence for, um, for reapplying and for putting in the work and the materials and the work experience and changing those things. Um, it's not going to hurt your chances. Um, we're especially in favor of, of, you know, you reapplying if it means that you're coming in with a stronger application and you're putting yourself up for changing those results. Yeah. Um, couldn't agree more. And to add to the, you know, if I could throw out a control variable out there, <laughs> um, I applied to basically the same schools. There's a, like two different schools than the previous cycle. Um, but I applied to basically the same schools. So it's not, Oh, I 
my targets changed. I went from higher schools to lower schools or whatever. It's the same schools. And, it um, out, so. and, and it's, <laughs> and it's very apparent to me looking at these, um, at these pictures that like, there's a, there's a huge um, difference in, in how that turned out for you. Um, and so maybe we can end with this question, Kevin, do you regret going through this whole process of the, the time, the extra time that you spent, the money that you spent, um, the, the things that you've had to change in your work life and your personal life, you had to shift a lot of things and, and make some serious sacrifices, um, to go through this process all over again, which again, yeah. I cannot <laughs> imagine doing this a second time. I am in awe of you, but do you regret it? Um, no, I don't regret it. In the grand scheme of things, definitely not. The you did mention money, sure. I regret a little bit of spending that much money. I, I think anybody would. <laughs> um, but the amount of money I'm going to save by going to a better law school this year or this coming year with a pretty dang good offer um, is is worth it in the long run. So, yeah, and the connections I made with people at the courthouse that I worked at, um, with new made new friends, you know, all these. Um, sort of experiences that I wouldn't have had if I just kind of buckled as an up oh, as best I got. It's got to be what it's going to be. You know, I'm, I would have missed out on that. And I'm so glad I met all these people here at the demon. You know, I'm working at the demon still. Met all the people at the demon. That includes um, me. Yeah, it oh does. <laughs> um, so no, I, I don't regret it at all. I'm very happy where I'm at. It was, it was painful and difficult to get through, but you know, the proverbial light at the end of the tunnel. It's, it's almost upon me and very happy to slap that new um, LSAT or the law school admissions results picture onto the fridge. It's going I know I would just frame one. the whole thing and put it on my wall. <laughs> if it were me. <laughs> yeah. No, That's amazing, Kevin. I'm really happy for you. And I'm really glad that you, you went through this whole process and we hope Lori that um, this conversation was helpful for you. Um, please follow up if we didn't answer your question. Thank you so much for listening today. If you email daily at lsatdemon.com, you can do that if you'd like to ask us other questions, share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, Kevin. Yeah, thank you. 